Hello and welcome back to another episode of Inside Oversight, a podcast of the Veteran Affairs Office of Inspector General. This is your host, Adam Roy. In this episode, I'm speaking with Sheena Messa, a nurse consultant, and Shelby Asset, a health system specialist within the Office of Healthcare Inspections here at the VAOIG. We're going to discuss the report, Failure to Follow a Consult Process Resulting in Undocumented Patient Care at the Chillicothe VA Medical Center in Ohio. Uh, We published this report in May of 2022. Uh, Welcome, Sheena and Shelby. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing well, Adam. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much for having us here today. Oh, good, good. So let's start off, Sheena. Briefly tell the uh, listener the, the focus of this report. Sure, Adam. This report looks at several issues related to quality of care for a patient re- who reported to the Chillicothe VA Medical Center in Ohio in 2021 with back pain. This case highlights the importance of clear documentation in the medical record and how miscommunication among providers and healthcare teams can compromise patient safety. Okay, great. So we're going to be looking at a a singular patient history. Can you tell us what the OIG found when reviewing the care of this patient? Certainly. One of the most concerning allegations that we received was that a provider at the urgent care center sent a patient with a compression fracture in his thoracic spine to have chiropractic care at the Complementary and Alternative Medicine, or CAM, clinic. The allegation also suggested that the chiropractic care worsened the patient's fracture and caused additional fractures of the right 11th and 12th ribs. Oh, wow. Okay. So... Go back and like explain a few things that you mentioned there. So uh, help the listener understand you know, th- what the purpose of the urgent care center is. Sure, an urgent care center provides medical care for patients without scheduled appointments who need immediate attention for serious medical or mental health issues or minor injuries. And what is a CAM? Complementary and alternative medicine or CAM is a medical care that is not part of conventional medicine. Chiropractic care would be an example of CAM. Okay, perfect. So let's talk about the uh, fracture in the patient's spine. Absolutely. The thoracic portion of the spine is commonly called the middle back of the spine. A compression fracture is really a way of describing a broken bone. And when the patient was first seen and and received the chiropractic care, the patient already had a broken bone in the middle back area. When the patient returned to the urgent care center after a week, the compression fracture was now classified as a burst fracture. This meant that the bone in the patient's middle back had now been broken in multiple directions. The patient's 11th and 12th ribs were also broken. Okay, so was it inappropriate for the provider to refer this patient for chiropractic care when he had the compression factor? Like, uh, how did this happen? Well, here's where it gets a bit complicated. We found that the urgent care provider evaluated the patient and reviewed a recent CT scan of the patient's spine that was performed at a non-VA facility, and that showed the compression fracture. The provider then called and arranged for an end-of-the-day pain management consult with a chiropractor in the CAM clinic to address the patient's back pain. According to the provider, the intention was for the patient to get the pain addressed and not to receive chiropractic care. Can you further explain then why the patient ended up receiving chiropractic manipulation? 
Yes, this is really the crux of the case here. While we know that the urgent care provider spoke to the chiropractor about a referral for pain management, the urgent care provider failed to enter a consult into the electronic health record, otherwise known as the EHR. That consult would have documented the patient's diagnosis and clearly explained the need for pain management, not the chiropractic manipulation. This was the beginning of several missteps subsequently taken by the staff in the CAM clinic. Okay, so the reason for the referral for chiropractic care was not documented before the patient was seen at the CAM clinic. What happened next? Unfortunately, here's where things got worse. The CAM providers did not follow their standard practice, which includes reviewing a consult from a referring provider and relevant imaging studies in the patient's EHR, and then documenting the care they provided to the patient. Okay, so now I'm starting to understand how important, uh, as you mentioned earlier, how important documentation um, is in these situations. You mentioned CAM providers. Did more than one provider in the CAM clinic see this patient? Yes, a chiropractor in the CAM clinic evaluated and treated the patient for pain, and then he referred the patient to be seen by the clinical massage therapist. Okay, so to summarize, if I can here, the chiropractor and massage therapist both treated the patient without reviewing the consult because the urgent care provider had not entered the consult into the system as required by VHA policy. Is that accurate? Yes, that is. So why didn't the chiropractor follow that standard practice in this case? This part becomes very unclear. Because the chiropractor did not document the care provided to the patient, the chiropractor had no reference point to help him remember the patient or the care provided. By the time we spoke with the chiropractor during our inspection, he had no memory of the patient, the care provided to the patient, or an explanation of why he didn't follow his standard practice. Oh, okay. And what about the, the massage therapist? Well, the clinical massage therapist did not remember the name of the patient when we interviewed them, but recalled treating a patient who presented with a similar problem. The clinical massage therapist recalled that a consult was not entered. Because the initial consult was not entered into the electronic health record, the chiropractor and the clinical massage therapist did not document the care they provided to the patient. Was the referral to the CAM clinic for pain management ever documented in the patient's EHR or electronic health record? The urgent care provider entered a delayed consult into the electronic health record, and it was more than a week after seeing the patient. Okay. And you mentioned earlier that when the patient returned to the urgent care center a week after treatment, they had a burst fracture and two broken ribs. Did the problems that your team identified cause these injuries? Because of the lack of documentation and provider recall, we could not conclusively determine the relationship between the care received at the CAM clinic and the patient's bone fractures. Okay, and what were the OIG's final recommendations in this report? 
So ultimately, we recommended that the facility director ensure urgent care providers, chiropractors, and clinical massage therapists are educated on the consult processes and procedures. This would include the requirement for timely documentation. We also recommended that the facility director conduct an internal review of the CAM program processes related to patient care, including receiving and reviewing consults, scheduling appointments, checking in patient for care and documentation. That's a good summary. Thank you. And I think it's important to state here that your work isn't finished as I know your team will follow up on these recommendations and work with VA to make those changes that will hopefully improve veteran care and the processes associated with it. Sheen and Shelby, thank you so much for your time today. Listeners, if you're interested in learning more about this report or any other work by the VA OIG, I encourage you to visit our website. That's www.va.gov OIG. There you will find summaries on all our reports, as well as other information and resources offered by the VA OIG. I'd like to share a relatively new feature to our website with you now. Check out the VA OIG's Fraud Toolkit and Crime Alerts. The VA OIG investigates a wide range of potential crimes, from financial crimes to threats against VA personnel and property, to actions associated with patient harm. The toolkit provides a list of key possible indicators specific to various types of fraud. The list is far from exhaustive, but it does identify common signs that VA personnel, contractors, and the veteran community, and maybe some of you listening out there as well, should be aware of in order to report suspicious activity and alleged wrongdoing to the OIG hotline. Examples of potential indicators include compensation benefits fraud, healthcare fraud, public corruption and kickbacks, and fraud related to public health crises like we have seen recently with the pandemic. You can find this toolkit right on our homepage. That's it for this episode of Inside Oversight. Check out other episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. This has been an official Companion Podcast of the VA Office of Inspector General. Companion Podcasts are produced by the Office of Communications and Public Affairs and are available at va.gov forward slash OIG. Please subscribe and tune in monthly to hear how our work is helping to improve the lives of veterans. Visit the website to learn more about how the VA OIG serves veterans by conducting meaningful, independent oversight. Report potential crimes related to VA, waste or mismanagement, potential violations of laws, rules, or regulations, or risks to patients, employees, or property to the OIG online, or call the hotline at 1-800-488-8244. If you are a veteran in crisis or concerned about one, call the Veterans Crisis Line at 1-800-273-8255. Press 1 and speak with a qualified responder now.